It's a cappella on a word time. A cappella and a word. Listen in. You will definitely be blessed. Hello and welcome to a cappella and a word. It's a moment when I share with you um, a song, um, maybe a few stanzas from a, a hymn I know, a song that I would like to use to share a word from scripture. I trust that it would be a blessing to you and to me. My name is Brew Riverson Jr. As I've been known for many years, I'm sharing a song by Graham Kendrick entitled The Servant King. As you listen to the stanzas as I go through them, you would realize that it tells the story, the most fascinating story ever told. It's not just, it's not a fable. It's not a fable. It is a story, the true story of God becoming flesh becoming taking on humanity and living among us why did he do that because he needed to come be like us and to pay the price for our sin the sin as was manifested in our forebears adam and eve the bible says he came to be the lamb of god who would be sacrificed to take away the sin of the world. John 1, 29. Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. The sin, singular. I find that fascinating from the King James Version. And it is the sin of rejecting God, disobeying his instruction. That opened the door for all other sins to creep in. I like to give an illustration. Your mom or dad says when it's getting to the evening, hey, Kwajo, Ajwa, Afuya, Kai, Na shut that door so the mosquitoes don't get in. Those mosquitoes not coming in depend on you obeying that command not to open the door. You disobey that command, in come the mosquitoes and all their companions. But God loves us. He has always loved us and he comes pursuing us. And he, he says, all right, I, it was my idea to create you. You have goofed. I'm going to take that responsibility on myself. But having done that, it requires a response from you from me that is the story of the living Christ who was dead but now is alive forevermore and is able to save to the uttermost all who come to him by faith hallelujah the servant king by Graham Kendrick I'll go through that and then as you listen you probably will get the story even before I share the little that I would share afterwards. From heaven you came, a helpless babe, entered our world, your glory veiled, not to be served, but to serve, 
and give your life that we might live. This is our God, the Servant King. He calls us now to follow Him, to bring our lives as a daily offering of worship to the Servant King. There in the garden of tears, my heavy load he chose to bear. His heart with sorrow was torn, yet not my will, but yours, he said. This is our God, the Servant King. He calls us now to follow Him, to bring our lives as a daily offering of worship to the Servant King. Come see His hands and His feet, the scars that speak of sacrifice, hands that flung stars into space, to cruel nails surrendered. This is our God, the Servant King. He calls us now to follow Him, to bring our lives as a daily offering of worship to the Servant King. So what do we do? Let us learn how to serve and in our lives enthrone Him, each other's needs to prefer. For it is Christ we are serving. This is our God, the Servant King. He calls us now to follow Him, to bring our lives as a daily offering of worship to the Servant King. I believe these words tell the story. The God who took on humanity became a baby. It's, it's a story that's, that sometimes to reflect upon our puny minds struggle with it. That's why the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because you've got to, 
ponder over these things and said, there's something in here in this story, a story of love, a story of love pursuing us when we, when we goofed and went astray. He says, I'm not going to let you go. But the onus lies with us. We've got to make the choice of making a U-turn and said, I surrender, take me. And when you do that, he gave his life, became sin, that you would be the righteousness of God. Mind you, he became sin itself. Not a sinner. He became sin itself. So that you would become the righteousness that he is. It's a mystery. But it happens when you receive him by faith. And then from then on, he says, we offer our lives as a daily offering. Romans 12 says we should present our bodies a living sacrifice. You determine to stick with him, read his word, commune with him in prayer, fellowshipping with others, sharing his words, sharing the experience of coming to him. Because the Bible says that God has given to every person the gift of eternal life because this life is in his son. It's up to you to receive him or not. But the scripture says, this life is in his son. He who has the son has this life. If you do not have the son, you do not have this life. It's simple, straightforward, and no mincing of words. He came to receive you to himself, to restore you to himself. That's the most important thing. God calls you to himself first before he invites you to do anything else to impact others. You must be first impacted by him and then you can go out into the world whatever profession you're in, you begin to realize that as a ministry unto him and then unto others. And then he will bless you and glorify himself in your life. But first of all, you've got to say, Lord, I want you in my life. I may not understand all of this story about you coming to die for me and ever living now to intercede for me. But I'm going to receive you anyhow and trust that you will guide me the rest of my days. If you don't mind, can we pray? It's a simple prayer. Father, this brother I'm watching and listening to right now says you, you gave your son Jesus, who himself, like you, is God. And, uh, I cannot wrap my mind around all of it, but I want to dare and ask you to come and make yourself real to me. If this, what this gentleman is sharing is, is for real, come show me, please. I, 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 want, I want you to come into my life and, and make a difference that only you can. Please come and, and lead me in the way that I want to believe only you can. Thank you, Lord, for hearing me. Amen. I believe if you said that with every sincerity, though you may have 
doubts, if you're sincere, I have no doubt that you would you would have a testimony to give in coming days. And now as I round off, if you don't mind, I I just want to, as I do this, if you have any, anybody has an ailment or something, you, you just make up your mind that I, I'm going to touch this hand, just touch it with your right hand or whatever hand is, is able to do so. And I'm praying as a father, this sister, this brother, this uncle, this daddy, this, this son, nephew, daughter, friend is touching you. They need your healing. Somebody needs a healing. Somebody's dealing with some form of cancer. Somebody's dealing with some form of uh, uh, condition. Doctors may have even diagnosed it, but medication isn't seeming to work. They are their wits end. Whatever it is, Lord, nothing is too big or small that you can handle. Please touch this one and put a new song in their mouths to the praise and glory of your name and to the joy and rejoicing of their hearts. Amen. So, I'll say goodbye for now and I pray that God will bless and keep you until we meet again uh, on another um, encounter on uh, a cappella and a word. Bye for now. <laughs>